Brother, this is Brad Julius again. I'm going through this uh, question, ask Brad Julius questions and answers that we receive from the listeners on the radio station. And this is another one from his, his sister from Lagos State, Nigeria. His sister Lena. And it's about a Bible question. She said, I'm directed by a woman whom I asked a Bible question lately, who said, she is not in position to help with an answer and suggested that I can email such question to this email address to see if I can get an assistance to the Bible question. You'll be so kind enough to open and look through your Bible and get me the right answer. Okay, so this is the question the woman was asking. So in the promise to Abraham, we notice the word offspring, Genesis chapter 22, verse 18. And chapter 26, verse 4, chapter 28, verse 14. So God promised to use one person from Abraham's family, one offspring of Abraham, to bless all nations. Scripture does not say offsprings. Instead, it says offspring, meaning one person. Who is the person? And then he mentioned his own testimony that he is also a believer and have a good relationship with uh, his mom once again for a bitter quarrel that lasted over two years. So we pray for her. So this is my answer to her. She was, she was asking about the Bible verse in Genesis chapter 22 verse, 20, verse 18 that said, your, your seed, through your seed I will bless the all nations of the world. Who is that seed, our offspring? Now this is the answer I give to her. I say, thank you, Sister Lena. Your answer is in Galatians chapter 3, verse 16, and also in chapter 3, verse 19, where Apostle Paul said, Now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. He said not unto seeds as of many, but as of one, and to thy seed, which is Christ. So Christ is that seed of Abraham that God was promising to bless the whole world. And when you look at the world right now, only the Lord Jesus Christ has brought salvation to the old man race. The old world, anyone that we receive. So that is really what uh, Apostle Paul was talking about when he said, It's to thy seed. Wherefore, then serve the law. It was hardly because of transgressions till the seed should come to whom the promise was made. And it was ordained by angels in the hand of a mediator. Amen. All right. Yeah, just come on inside here. Watch your step there. So the question is, good day. Some friends of mine here told me that every time they lay their eyes on the Bible, on their... Can I The question is, good day. Some friends of mine here told me that every time they lay their eyes on their Bible during Bible study, they are reminded of you because of the useful answers you have provided to their Bible questions. For me, I have a basic Bible question I will need your help for. What are some guidelines to help our son or daughter make a wise choice for a future mate? Please try to explain this to me in details, perhaps with someone's experiences, etc. Oh, that's the question. <laughs> now, that, uh, read the answer that I gave by email. These are letters that come by email, you answer them by email also. But what I was saying, after I read this, I may have to explain for life. But I think it's not when I'm recording like this. Go ahead and read what I wrote to the woman and the Bible verse. So the answer says, thank you, 
Thank you, Brother Jerry, for your email and your question about guidelines for choosing wisely. Number one, it is important that your son and slash or daughter is a believer, born again, and committed to obey Christ in the word of God. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6 says, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Therefore, yours must be in the Lord before you can demand that they choose only a mate that is also in the Lord, as number two points out. Number two, a believer should only marry in the Lord. That means the choice must be someone who is also a believer, committed to Christ and the word of God. In 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 39 points to that. You may ask the question, how are we to know a committed believer? A, by their fruit you shall know them. Two, from the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. So, I admonish my children to watch what the prospective mate says when they chat and watch the lifestyle before getting oneself committed, before they, before what they call falling in love. For example, all my married children brought their partners to visit We the Parents, and I interrogate them also to make sure they are committed to Christ and the Word of God. I follow up after marriage. For example, all my married children brought their partners to visit We the Parents, and I interrogate them also to make sure they are committed to Christ and the Word of God. I follow up after marriage with exhortation to remind them of their commitment to Christ as often as I have a topic to exhort on. Four are already married with children. Those two points are the most essential for a marriage to be blessed by God. I also exhort the children to get their prospective mate into Bible studies before marriage and daily after marriage, which lifestyle my children inherited from us. They were raised with daily Bible study before bed each night till they left home for college, and when they met their mates, they told the mates of the lifestyle which the mates adopted, and it became how they also are raising their children. Other things can be said that involves compatibility, but with God in their camp, every differences can be worked out with the scriptures and counseling. I will direct you to listen to our marriage series, which was taught to married couples several years ago. The teachings cover all the other points and are pertinent to those proposing to marry. Okay, that's a good question. And uh, that is, uh, and I listed so many what you call website links to this brother so that you can, or, he or, she, or yeah, the brother can go ahead and listen to some of those sermons that are also on our hub. And that is a good one. So now we're going to go through what I, what I want, what to, to, to read and discuss. This is just a good one, just because I wanted to record two or three of them. Maybe I can record one more because it's, I still have to do. do this. this one is from Yuan. That's not true. Here's another one from from a sister from uh, just a sister Yuan. Thank you for help. Info so much appreciated. Why? Why God will allow the death of the innocent rather than the one who was guilty? Now, this story was about Second Samuel chapter eleven, verse three. This sister wrote a question about Second Samuel chapter eleven, verse three. You have, you have, can you read Second Samuel chapter eleven, verse three, so that we know what? Uh, chapter one. Second Samuel chapter eleven, verse three. Is hello. I am a Christian and have a Bible question. I am searching answers for. Second Samuel chapter 11 verse 3, And David sent and inquired after the woman, and one said, It's not Bathsheba, the daughter of Eliam, the wife of Uriah the Hittite. Chapter 12 verse 40 said, 
Howbeit, because by this deed thou hast given great occasion to the enemies of the Lord to, to blaspheme, the shall also that is born unto thee shall surely die. He said, please note that he said, the question the woman was asking, who died? A friend said, the child died, not the man. So David was chasing immediately. Is my friend answer correct? Please help with this. So this is a question that somebody that was trying to learn more about the Bible was finding that who, who, who was the one that was punished? It, she was asking, why was the... And the answer I give to this one is straightforward. And I said, the rest of chapter 12... Read the rest of chapter 12 and you see verse 15. And the Lord struck the child that Uriah's wife bare unto David and it was very sick. The child died in verse 18. So that was the answer to the first question she asked. And then she follow up question was that, why would God allow the death of the innocent rather than the one who was guilty of the offense? That was the follow up to the question that we just read. And then I report, I, I answered this one by saying, in... The reporters, this is the answer I gave to the second question. I said, why would God allow the innocent child to die? The reporters in Israel reported it that way. That sometimes people don't realize that it is whoever reported it. They reported it that way. But God is not the one that afflicts people. That is very important. God is not the one that afflicts. The devil afflicts our humanity. And they can afflict anybody. Yes, God permits those evil things upon the earth because of the sin of Adam and every man's sins. Many afflictions are the repercussion of sins. Therefore, the Lord Jesus told a man in John chapter 5, verse 14, Behold, thou art made whole, sin no more, lest a worse thing come unto thee. So that was really a summary of what I gave to that uh, answer to the woman that said, Why will David was the one that sinned? Why was the child the one that uh, died? David served a lot of punishment, but according to the prophecy, the prophet, the prophet said the child will be struck with, uh, with affliction. And then David prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. The child still died. And David didn't cost God for that. He just repented and said, well, thank God he has gone to the reward. So the Lord knows what he is doing. The Lord did not strike this. The Bible always says God strike. God did that. But when God allows something, Satan is the one that does those evil things. It's not really God has struck the child with, with a sickness. It is Satan. That is very important. But it is because of sin. Because sin also has repercussion. So the repercussion of the son of David was the child died. It's part of the repercussion. Did David have to run elder scatter? Part of the repercussion. People in David's family were killing one another. That was part of the repercussion. Because not God that was killing all those people. It was Satan was let loose. Satan was let loose by that punishment. And once Satan was let loose, Satan will strike anything he could strike. Strike the child first. You look for opportunity again. The son, the first son of David was the one that he made him to sin, another sin. Struck that one dead through Absalom. Made Absalom do. So the devil was just loosed. And so people thought it was the Lord God doing all those running around killing people. No, it is the devil. But God is protecting humanity. But when humanity breaks the hedge, then the devil is allowed to, to enter in. So that's why God said we are to keep ourselves from the wicked one and he will not hurt us. God bless you. Amen.